Okie dokie. Right, are you happy? Are you ready? Are you sitting comfortably? Happiness is not a permanent state of mind. Oh dear God. Well, if ever there was an intro to a podcast, it is that. And on that note, let me welcome you to a very special episode of the Adventurers Anonymous podcast. Now, the festive season is nearly upon us when trying to pin down players to play games is nearly impossible as everyone has wintry holidays or family commitments or they want to run off to the forest and chop down a tree, drag it into their front room and festoon it full of sparkly shit. So, worried that we might run out of content, we came up with a genius plan. And that genius plan, which we concocted over brunch today, several hours ago, was called The Many Moans of Maud where we would delve into the mind of the whingiest, whingy, harsh? Whingies are harsh. The moodiest character in all of D&D, Maud, voiced by the one and only Chanel, who I've managed to drag onto a podcast interview. So we're going to delve through the many moans of Maud. You can't see Maud, but she's currently hunkered down around a microphone giving me the middle finger, dressed in a dressing gown, sipping on a G&T, living her best life. This is an audio medium, Chanel. Merry November, you assholes. Well, I mean, it might not be November by the time the listeners actually listen to this. Merry Christmas, you assholes. There we go. See, she's already regretting being talked into this. I didn't realise we were going to have to get day drunk drinking G&T. Just a small G&T, she said. You could literally fucking, like, cauterize a wound with this GNT. You could, you could definitely disinfect a battlefield wound with the amount of alcohol that's in this GNT, Chanel. You could run uh, King Charles's Rolls Royce on this GNT. You reckon, uh, you reckon King Charles's Rolls Royce runs off pure alcohol? It runs off white wine, actually. Oh, it runs off white wine. Any particular uh, like Sauvignon Blanc? Pinot Grigio. I can name others if I can. Mm, anything but Chardonnay. Chardonnay. ABC. There you go. Right. Well, the point of this was to delve into your dark mind and to pull out some of your pet peeves. So it only seems fitting that we start on a topic and we elaborate from there. And we'll see where we get to. But for this little section, what I thought we were going to talk about is a section I like to call pet or threat. Genius. Now, for a lady who can talk to animals, you have animals you love and you have animals you hate. Now, clearly, goats are in your list of animals you love. Marvin is my ride or die. Marvin is your ride or die. Yes, Marvin's my ride is or die. Is there a... Are you monogamous with Marvin? Or is this like a polyamorous? Can there be other animals? It's, it is intense but platonic. With Marvin, that there are no Intent there are no bispecial fluids flowing backwards and forwards between Marvin and myself. Oh, it is a it is a Jesus very caring, affectionate relationship built on body warmth and eye contact. That's fucking disgusting. Well, there you go. That's where we get our our uh, explicit rating from. Wonderful bit of bestiality just to get you going there in the episode. Um, so, if you intro- if there was another pet. Say you got like a small Jack Russell or something. Would Marvin be all right with that? Are there rules? Uh, there, there are rules. Marvin is the the 
top familiar. So Marvin does have the um, the boycott, the veto card. Oh, I see. Right, he can veto, and uh, he can you... if he feels if he feels threatened by a particularly sexy goat. Then you know we can't. The goat has to move on. Hang on a minute. So so like no double goat, but like no double if goat. If it was like a if he feels threatened, if it's a prettier no. animal, then um, then no. Yeah, it has to be an inferior animal to mm. Marvin. Hang on a minute. Who's rating all the fucking animals in inferiority? It's not like Noah on the Ark ranking all the animals. Well, no. Who, what, what's an inferior uh, animal to a goat then? Because this is all about pet or threat. So what's a shittier animal than a goat? Well, that in my eyes, a shittier animal is going to be, I would say, something like a crow is a pretty shitty animal. Wait a minute. You're just, you're just wailing on Cato. Jesus Christ. All right. So a crow is a shittier animal um, I would also say, I would say dolphins are pointless. Well, hang on a minute. Right. Okay. Dolphins are lower down the pecking order than goats. Chimpanzees, pointless. Ch- what? But hang on a minute. People go to the zoo to see chimpanzees swinging on branches. If and chimpanzees were cleverer, they wouldn't banana. be in zoos. That's my point. Okay. That's an interesting point. Right. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. What about... Are you against anything with a blowhole or is it just dolphins? Dolphins are very smart sharks. So people are justifiably frightened of sharks. That's fine. People think dolphins are cute. Hang on a minute. Are you saying sharks are stupid? Well, how many puzzles have you seen sharks complete? I saw Jaws. Uh, what would you reckon Flipper would be like if Flipper was a shark? Killing a village necessarily a puzzle uh hang on a minute who is the villain in jaws are you saying that the uh roy schneider on his boat was the villain the villain in jaws is definitely the uh town mayor who ordered people back into the water (laughs) the the fucking town mayor who won't clear the beach yeah Uh, and then came back for a second season i'm sure it's her season there's definitely a jaws one two and three christmas snacks for for jaws well, there we are. Okay, okay, okay. Um, hang on a minute. I'm not great with my aquatic biology. Does a shark have a blowhole? It doesn't, does it? Only a dolphin has a blowhole. No. But a whale has a blowhole. A shark drowns if it's still for long enough. Really? Yeah, yeah. You shut they up. They even move in their sleep. That's a thing. No, they even move in their sleep. So they are continually moving and their gills only operate. Oxygen only goes into their gills while they're moving. So they can't stay still and fall asleep. They sleep, but they're still moving. So are you saying dolphins are lazy because they can just sit still and they'll be fine? I'm saying that dolphins have lured us into a false sense of security. So dolphins are cleverer sharks. Hang hang on, hang on. You're saying... People think they're nice and cute and... You say a false sense of security, but if I owned a house and I had a moat around the outside of it, I'm putting a shark in to guard me. I ain't putting a dolphin into a moat to guard me. There's no security in a dolphin. you know how dangerous sharks are. People are like, oh, let's go to SeaWorld. Or they shouldn't, but people are like, oh, let's go to SeaWorld and pet, pet this dolphin. And you're like, no, that's just a very smart shark that's luring you to a false sense of security, looks very cute, and he's going to drown you. All right, but how many how many surfers die every year in dolphin-related accidents? There is. If you Google surfers being raped by dolphins, it's a thing. Oh, dear God. Run that by me again. Surfers being raped by dolphins. Yes. 
Yes. How how do you get raped by a dolphin? I've not read that Daily Mail article. You're going to have to unpack that one for me. <laughs> right. Okay. In the water, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> dragged underwater. <laughs> oh, dragged underwater. Well, Jesus that is true. H. Christ. Right. So hmm? show, show me on Flipper where it touched you. That's... No to dolphins. Oh, my God. Are you genuinely trying to tell me? Yes. Because no you know dolphins. I'll Google this later. Someone's been raped by a dolphin. Yes. <laughs> what? No. Yes. I once, I did once, I did once watch a YouTube video on someone who had consensual sex with a dolphin who worked in, um, like, uh, like a water park or something like that in Florida. That was a very weird watch. But I've not heard of anyone actually being actively abused by a dolphin. Yes. Like, yes. Are you Googling this? Oh, fuck me, uh, listeners. I, I, I'd have... just like to say, listeners, I'm really, really sorry if this is ruining your childhood. I have listened to many true crime podcasts oh God. about this apparently they they dike what? different types of uh bodysuit did you just say you dike i'm pretty sure you they just like, did a freudian slip there they like different types of bodysuit right so now you're saying dolphins are into rubber and neoprene yes like dolphins have a pvc fetish now kinky dolphins yeah or, no, wetsuits aren't... Kinky dolphins. Wetsuits aren't PVC. Aren't they? I don't know. Right, look, you know, that's not a kink you've, of mine. You've never been surfing, have you? No. Do I sound like a man who's been fucking surfing? Don't no. go surfing in PVC. It will not end well for you. I went on a catamaran once. That's the closest I've ever been to surfing. What the fuck would I want to get in the ocean and flap around on a piece of foam? Wax my board. Do I look like a man who's ever waxed his board? No. Not even been paddleboarding. Not even been like jet skiing. You don't look like a man who's ever been in direct sunlight, to be fair. Oh, fuck me, listeners. Right, well, there we go. It only took uh, 11 minutes, 42 seconds to warm up. He doesn't look like a man who's been in direct sunlight. The many moans of Maud. And there you go. Right, so are we saying a dolphin is a pet or a threat? Uh, we, we're, saying is, we're saying that it is a direct threat. But it is not commonly treated as a threat. No. Dolphins are a direct threat. No to dolphins. No to dolphins. Okay. Yes to goats. No to dolphins. And there you go. Have you got any more to say on the matter before we move on? Uh, tapirs. Tapirs are very high on the pet threshold. Right. Why? A tapir just looks like a koala face fucked a panda. Pregnant pause. Listeners. She's looking at me. She's looking at me like I just. I don't shat think you know what a tapir is. Floor. Is this like when you asked me what a platypus was? Oh, you didn't know what that. a platypus Look, was. What, what we talk about when the microphone's off is supposed to stay in private, all right? <laughs> and you were. Don't be bringing in any of the shit I said in innocence onto a podcast. That a platypus <sighs> was the only animal, the only mammal to lay eggs. And you couldn't work out whether I was lying or not. And you just stared at me in horror for about four minutes. Well, that's because you're naturally distrustful. Well, like, there we are. I don't know. You could be lying. You often lead me on a merry jig. Okay, right. So hang on. You want to talk about tapirs. Tapirs basically look like an anteater that's lost its nose, right? Uh, it has a... Oh, except they're more furry. Are they more furry rather than plated? It, it's not plated. Or am I thinking of an armadillo? Listeners? It is a mammal. Um, it does not lay eggs. Okay, but it is a mammal. So if you think that doesn't it, lay eggs, it's a it's a very chunky, furry 
um, almost like a, a a fat deer crossed with a bear, but a sun bear. A fat deer crossed with a bear. Yeah, yeah, like a little sun bear. But it doesn't have horns, so we're talking about a doe rather than a stag. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right there you go. See, I use two biological terms there, listeners. Mm-hmm. Come on, guess you get brownie points for that. When they're born as babies, they are oh, born brown with well, little kind of yellow, yellow stripes, and they are adorable. And they have chunky little um, trotters, very, very cute. Um, and they- trotters. No animal except a pig is allowed to have trotters. Nah, it's, it's, it has, it has hooves. It has cloven hooves. Cloven hoof. Yeah, that kind Hoofed. of thing. Hoof. Okay. Okay. Um, so yes, yes, the tapirs. They are. Oh, and, and my most favorite. Oh God. Or my two most favorite top pets are one, a dick dick, which is a real thing. Everybody laughed at me on the pub quiz, but a dick dick is a thing. Hang on a minute. Isn't a dick dick one of those small taxis you get around India? That's a put put. A put put? Or a rickshaw, yes. Or a rickshaw. So what the fuck's a dick dick? A dick dick is a small. Other than a category of porn. A small horned deer. But they keep them in... Isn't that gliss gliss? No, they keep them in zoos and other enclosures by just building a wall that is higher than its eyesight because it will not jump somewhere it can't see. So it doesn't need a full enclosure or a walled enclosure. You just need to build a wall that is a centimetre above its eye line. A centimetre above its eye line. So you're talking about an animal with such little ambition that it can't even look up. Yes. Hang on a minute. This animal is in an abusive relationship. You've enclosed it in a wall slightly higher than its own ability to look up and outside of its own peril. And this is your favourite animal. Well, it is my favourite animal. It's very, very clever. Um, but not clever Hang on a minute. Are we talking about tapirs or dick dicks? Dick dicks. Dick dicks. Right. Okay. So dick dicks aren't clever enough to climb on another dick dick, which would be a dick 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 dick, and then make their way out of their enclosure. Right. Okay. So a dick dick is in the is in the in group. So we've got dick dick is in. We've got goats. We've got um, platypuses. We've got tapirs, and we've got dick dicks. Dick dicks, and probably one of my other most favourite animals. Is Hang on, can you milk a dick dick? Well, it is kind of a deer-like species, so you it would feed its young with milk. So you could milk it if you okay. could capture it for long enough. You could probably milk it. Okay, if you could if you could pin down a dick dick, you could milk it. Okay, all right. Sorry, don't let me um, hold you. Keep going. Um, Keep going. I, Just I'm have very... a little sip of my weapons grade strength GNG GNT here, listeners. I'm GNG GNG. Gin and gin. That's all I'm fucking drinking. There's no tonic in this. I'm also quite into um, deer mice. The fuck's a deer mice? And if you have not Googled deer mice, you must Google deer mouse. So, yes. When you say deer mice, I imagine, do you know when they just genetically engineer shit and you see like a human ear on the back of a mouse? Yeah. Is there a mouse spliced onto the back of a deer? It, it is bigger than a mouse. It's probably the size of a decently fed guinea pig. Um, right. You know, not like one with... Decently. And when was the last time you saw an anorexic guinea pig? Oh, well... It's just a guinea pig. Well, no one's gauging stuff on like the eating a, habits a, of a guinea pig. A, a guinea pig that is kind of on 
borderline the obese scale, but it's got a like a, a long... How do you know? They're furry. You'd have to shave the guinea pig to tell how flabby it was. If you shaved the guinea pig, it would just look like a ball sack with legs. But it does have hoppy legs. It has hoppy back legs. So think of a fat guinea pig with like tiny kangaroo hoppy legs. And it's got ve- it's got a very cute eyes, like big brown eyes. And it's got a little shrew-like nose. Oh my God. That's disgusting. It's like, honey, I shrunk the kids with a deer, except it's the size of a mouse. Yes, it's a deer mouse. That's fucking hideous. That's actually triggering. Listeners, go on Google now and Google deer mouse. Two words. It's a fucking tiny little hairy spider-like fucking rodent with gangly little legs. It looks like someone shrunk a fucking deer down to the size of a mouse. Right, you're putting that in the in-group. Yes. It's like something out of a fucking Hitchcock movie. You can just imagine the floor crawling with little deer mice. Yes. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. And and That's it disgusting. has it has a very cute stripes down the front. It's a deer mouse. It's an abomination. What the hell was the Lord Almighty thinking when he made that? If you want to be specific, listeners, it is called a Java deer mouse. And it's very common in Asia. A Java deer mouse. Yeah, yep. It's a highly Java caffeinated deer listeners. Mouse. Um, yes. Java deer mouse. Java deer mouse. Okay. So we're going to put the Java deer mouse along with the dick dicks, the platypus, the tapia, and the... What else do we have in there? Goat, Marvin. Goat. Of course, we've got a goat in there. Okay, so go on. You know, this was only supposed to be a 10-minute thing, but, you know, we can drag this out. Um, the people want this. And what else is probably my favourite fish is going to be the anglerfish because it is very, very grumpy quite snappy, kills everything, or it lures things into its lair and then murders them. Um, but he's a fan of a fairy light, also like myself. All right, so the, the lanternfish. Yes, the anglerfish. We're talking about a lanternfish here? Yeah. Oh, the anglerfish. What's the difference between a lanternfish and an anglerfish? I think that they mean the same thing. So it's basically that thing that looks like an oversized piranha with a giant light hanging off its forehead. That attracts yeah, other fish if into you, its if lair you and then watched, If you watch Finding Nemo, it's in there. Right. Um, okay, right. So what, what would you say is the rationale between all of these animals? Because some of them are small and furry and fun. Some of them are mm-hmm. freaks of nature. And some of them are vicious and deceptive. What's the through line here? I, I don't think that even the vicious ones, the vicious deceptive ones, mean to be vicious and deceptive. I think that they've just learned to adapt to their environment. You're saying a lanternfish just has a resting bitch face? I'm saying it looks that, hideous. I'm saying that the, the lanternfish's mum finds it pretty. Just, just, I mean, hold on to this fact. Well, yeah, you know, fucking as hope a, so. As a very pale, pallid human being, somebody finds you attractive. It, it must be, you know, it must be common among species. Wow. Jesus Christ, listeners. There you go. The claws have come out. That's hurtful. That's hurtful. And that's what you get for making Maud record content. And that is what you get for making Maud record content. There you go. That was an expression so hard I had to say it several times just to make it make sense. Um, Right. Have you got any more on this or should we move on to another topic? Uh, We can move on. My other hated topics, you know, there, there are multiples. All right. Other topics are available. Right, well, there you go. That has been The Many Moans of Maud. I hope you've enjoyed that. As we leave Maud, wearing her dressing gown, 
hunkered over the microphone shivering whilst drinking strong gin and tonics, it's time for us to say a goodbye. So we're going to draw a line under this debacle and we are apparently heading off to a wine bar for finger food and Shiraz, which apparently is what we're doing this evening. There you go. An insight into our life. Yay! Uh, right. It's a goodbye from me, AJ, the DM of Dungeons and Dragons. No, shut up, AJ. It's a goodbye from me, AJ, the Dungeon Master of the Adventurous Anonymous podcast. And it's a very big goodbye from Chanel, the voice of Maud. Bye! <laughs> That's the level of enthusiasm that you can expect from us here. Right, look after yourselves, listeners. And remember, stay tipsy. <laughs> <laughs>